Happy We're opening live, day. Happy We're opening recording. day. <laughs> Happy opening day. Jake, are you day. actually a baseball fan? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've told people this. Uh, the Oakland A's are my favorite team. Ooh. Um, Ooh. So convince us that you're not a poser. I agree. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, not a bandwagon A's fan. Mm, uh, I don't know that they're that's a that's a pretty bad bandwagon anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Unless the bandwagon was like nineteen eighty seven to eighty nine, uh, right? When was Conseco and McGuire? Yeah. Oh well yeah. that was the early nineties was the Bash Bros. Right. Um we had our money ball, the heyday money ball with the, the trio of Barry Zito oh, you're right. and Mar- Mulder Hudson. Sure. Um we've we've had good times. Good times, bad times, nobody seems to care because they right. have been talking about leaving Oakland for like 20 years. Uh, I grew up a Warriors fan, which worked, turned out okay. Turned out pretty Ooh. good after losing yeah. for a long time. An A's fan and a Raiders fan. The Raiders left. The yeah. Warriors half left, but I still count them as there because they are in San Francisco now. Same I, Bay I Area, East right? Bay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, but if the A's leave... Uh, but first of all, our uh, in case you didn't know, if you're listening and you don't know, the A's owner has been tanking the team on purpose to try to yeah. sweet sweeten up a way to move to Las Vegas. I was mm. well, it's also people, to get the uh, the better draft picks and stuff. Like there is a benefit yeah. to being mm. the worst of the worst in terms of better draft picks and the luxury or the benefits from the luxury tax redounds then to you. Yeah, it's more. It's more the yeah. luxury tax. He's not trying to win. He's trying to. He's yeah. trying to lose. Um, but I've told people like if he, they move out of Oakland, I'm probably giving up on professional sports in general, like being a fan <laughs> of a corp, like of a corporation that is just like, you know, yeah. it feels yeah. like kind of just a matter of chance that I became, you know, a fan of compared to being a fan of a school in college football or college, anything where you actually win, mm. you have a literal connection to. Otherwise, it's like mm. this is a corporation that doesn't care about you is basically just, you know, you it, your loyalty yeah. to it is just a way that it can extract money from the government or from you. Like uh, I don't remember what comedian the loyalty had the observation. to them is just a, money, yeah. a way they can extract money from you for their the loyalty is just to the power. uniform. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, I think we're going to start here officially. <laughs> Anything to get out of a question. Yeah. What was my... What? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. He's a Yankees fan. He's a Yankees fan. Oh, get him. Man. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm a Yankees I think fan. I, yes. I think I knew that. I think I knew that. We've yeah. had this conversation probably several times. What's your team, I, Jason? The Braves. I'll still Braves. be your friend. I'm, I'm oh. the Yankees. Okay, thank you. I'll still be your friend. My dad is a Yankees fan. He was born in Brooklyn, grew up on Long Island. He's the only Yankees fan in his family. They're all... The rest of them are all Mets fans. Uh, oh. And so this is where my father, who does, I don't think he even knows that this podcast exists. I'll totally throw him under the bus. I'm the son <laughs> of a just uh, just a uh, guiltless, conscience-free front runner from the 1980s. He's like an L.A. Lakers fan. He's a Yankees uh, fan. He's a Cow- Dallas Cowboys fan. Oklahoma college football fan. Like just pick doing bad, bad things, kind of racist hmm. things. That's what I'm doing. Oh no. I like that. I'm rooting for you. Well, thank you. I'm rooting for me too. I, <laughs> most importantly, rooting for my client. But yeah, yeah that that's soon bad key. bosses. <laughs> Jake, Jake, yeah. you're uh, you're like retiring from the practice of law and just going to be a full time TV personality now. Yeah, I'm a professional talking head now. 
My sole uh, area that I'm a talking head on is Florida local government law. So I'm sure the phone is going to be ringing off the hook for engagements, you know, CNN, yeah. you know, uh, Fox News. It, and in they perpetuity, all want a piece. Yeah, in this perpetuity. will not be a time bound thing. This will just continue. No, yeah, this, this train's never this coming will off the tracks. not be bound by the time of uh, the, the last living descendant of King Charles plus 21 <laughs> years. It will not be bound what, by that. It is in perpetuity. What a great... What a great tie-in to this week's that was topic. A beautiful segue. Yeah, that was really. Except we're not ready but, to segue. we're not ready yet. to segue. We got yet. other stuff That's, first. Yeah. No. Well, kind of. Okay. So <laughs> let's get the other stuff out of the way. So they're trying to put Big Donnie in a cage, right? That's the big legal news today. Yeah. Is that it it's seems pretty that he's big. been indicted? It's, yeah. It is it's happening. As, big. I I say it's happening as we speak, but really, what what is there to do? An indictment exists, and now right. we sit and we see if hopefully the. Uh, you know, y'all out there stay cool. Y'all, you know, the nation I don't stays think chill, chill about this. <laughs> yeah. It's right. just a little, it's just a little formal charge. It's okay. He's not going away forever. You know, he's getting up there. So maybe he does go away forever just by sheer coincidence. But, you know. Um, I thought Jake was going to channel, uh, I thought you were going to channel Stephen Colbert there for a second and just go, nation, nation, <laughs> chill, everybody, everybody relax, nation. I didn't know he did I, that. I should have done that. I like uh, that. That's good. It might have just been on like the one episode of the Colbert Report that I ever watched, but... But now uh, that's his thing to you, right? To me, yeah, yeah that's his thing. It's, <laughs> it's just permanently imprinted. Uh, so as of right now, we don't know what the indictment is for. Like we haven't seen a count. It looks like it is still uh, confidential inside the grand jury. And obviously the prosecutors know about it. Uh, and I guess it's unconfidential enough that it's been announced that there's been an indictment, but the actual indictment itself has not been released, right? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, as best I can tell, as of now, as of yeah, you know, they, ten minutes they've ago, they've said when we that it remains sealed, and I think it might remain sealed until arraignment. I don't remember. It's um, going to be filed under seal uh, and and announced in the coming days, according to CNN, as of seven thirteen p.m. today. Uh, so okay. that's uh, I, yeah, I think it's pretty. It's yeah, huge news. It, I think you, it's pretty yeah, obvious you know, <laughs> that it's connected to the. Uh, to the hush money that was paid to Stormy Daniels and potentially somebody else, right? Like that's what the grand jury was yeah. chasing after. It it seems yeah, like and that's it, what yeah. what's his uh, Cohen, his attorney got uh, got in prison for uh, was mm-hmm. for helping on that. Um, right, and I think he's said that it's that's what it's about. Uh, they do not play with the secrecy of grand jury proceedings. Um, let me tell you, I obviously I'm not a New York attorney. In Florida, we have yeah. grand juries for only for the like most serious crimes. I think only for capital crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I knew this back when I was a public defender. But uh, one time I won and make mm. super certain that like you know yeah. Alabama or wherever there's something kind of fun. And then if he was to win, that that is also sort of funny. Just having a state you just can't go to. You know, I'm because <laughs> Florida says they won't extradite him. The thing is, the states have uh, have an agreement on extraditing everybody. That's it's a thing. It like, seems like it would have to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our <laughs> our New York and California just not going to start extraditing people that have fled Florida. Like, mm. is it just going to start being something like that? I the implications over this right. one guy are are very annoying. 
yeah. each state going back would to become the... a hellscape for the escapees from the other state, right? New York would be yeah. completely filled with Florida criminals, and Florida would be completely filled with New York criminals. Sorry, Jason, go ahead. Florida is already filled with New York. Criminals, I was going to say we but... got plenty. <laughs> hey, we, like, it's going to become like a like a gas filling the uh, chamber that it's in. Oh my god! Yes, sorry. It's the only sound effect I have, and it was delayed, but I had to hit it. Sorry. Go ahead, Jake. No, I, I was making a joke. Oh, you should have saved it I'm for ready. my joke. Uh, okay, Go it's going to be like a gas filling the chamber that it's in. We're just going to equally distribute all criminals throughout the entire United States. That's how it's going to end up being. Thank you. It's not really, a, not really rim shot worthy, but you know. Okay. Yeah. You get one too, yeah. though. Thank uh, you. So going back to the original question of, is this guy ever going to see the inside of a jail cell? Certainly not. He will not okay. see the inside of a jail cell, right? Like, <laughs> We spend so much money on the protection of current and former presidents and the people attendant to the current and former presidents. We spend so much money on their security that I suspect what will happen is there will be some sort of arrangement of something that we'll call, uh, I'm going to put up the little uh, uh, bunny ear air quotes, uh, uh, like house arrest or something like that. He would be confined or something like that. And the Secret Service is going to be, uh, air quotes, guarding him. Uh, and there will be a consequence of, hey, look, you've got this criminal conviction on your record, assuming that he's convicted. Uh, okay, great. Thanks. I'm what? He's, right. he's 79 right now, I think. Going to be 80 or 81 by the time. Well, realistically, really? with the, I, I think wow. he's 79. I'm, wow. I, I don't know. A quick Google you. will That's tell fine. us one way or another. Uh, but he's very old. Not a particularly healthy individual. I assume that he would uh, end up doing the, uh, oh gosh, what's the guy who was just saying, let me out of jail because I'm so sick and old. Um, oh gosh, was it? Not the locker Steve bomb. There's so many people. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Uh, oh no, it's Har- Harvey thing. Weinstein. Like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, uh, uh, really? He's doing that? Yeah. How old is yeah. he? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, I don't think there's any chance he sees the inside of a jail cell uh, other than something perfunctory, like like he sees the inside of a jail cell as he's walking by in the <laughs> precinct where he surrenders himself for his mugshot. Like, okay, right, great. Maybe he'll yeah, uh, stick his head the in protection. there and take like uh, take one of those goofy pictures. Like you ever go to a theme park and you put your head in the stock, your head and your hands in the stocks, <laughs> and you take a picture that way. Like, yeah, maybe he'll take one for his campaign or something. Look, I'm behind bars. They arrested me. Yeah, that's a good point. The protection thing is a difficult. I mean, how how is that going to work? How is he going to be? It just doesn't. It doesn't seem sort of administratively feasible to put him in the, anywhere yeah. other than a house arrest thing in Mar-a-Lago and let him haunt there with you know with his Secret Service agents. Two members of the Secret Service are going to have to commit crimes. It'll be you know it'll be fun. <laughs> They'll just draw straws. Whoever does has to commit a crime right. and become his roommate. His cellmate. It's the ninth season of Prison Break or whatever. Remember that show that was the one guy had to like get into jail to get his brother out or whatever. Yeah, it's more yeah. Yeah. than that. It's two secure. It's two Secret Service agents that need to commit cr- enough crimes in order to get in to go with the president to protect or the former president to protect him. I was wrong. Yeah. He's not seventy nine. He's seventy six. Oh, a spry oh seventy six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be around. He's going to live forever. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we've beaten this uh, de- this uh, dead horse to to. <sighs> To water That's and it's not going to drink. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Mr. Trump. I didn't mean to call you <laughs> a dead horse. Um, moving on, right? Uh, the main topic we really wanted to talk about: Reedy Creek, which oh. is now called. I never get the name right. It's the Central Tourism something. Central something. Florida Central Tourism Florida Oversight yeah. Board. 
Okay. Oversight You're district. the expert. Am I? What you got? Somebody asked me this today, and I, think I was so. like, wait, I think this is it. Uh, and I told I told a reporter, so, hi, I'm Jacob Schumer. Uh, I am best known for my Bloomberg pieces about Reedy Creek because I became the guy because one day people were wrong on the internet about whether or not Reedy Creek could be dissolved, and I decided to step in and stop that. Um but yeah, so and your life has changed forever, and my life was changed forever, not in any meaningful way, except that people in my at my bar association come up and ask me about Reedy Creek, which is fun. I love that. I love that. I I love talking to people about it. Um, but uh, so the lose today, in case brief uh, brief rundown, after a battle last year where the Florida legislature decided they were going to dissolve Reedy Creek because uh, this is the, the special district that governs Disney World was basically handed to Disney to control uh, and has all kinds of special rights, the ability to control the land use in Disney World, completely in control of Disney from the 1969, I believe, or 1967, I forget. Uh, Long time until ago. Last, until last year or until this year uh they after a fight with disney over uh, the uh, don't say gay uh education bill uh they passed a law saying that reedy creek was going to dissolve but that wasn't feasible for a million reasons both practical and legal and they were like don't worry we're gonna fix it we're gonna fix it um but legally they basically couldn't do very much except for take control of the district which they did that's what they did in january and february of this year february is ultimately is when they passed it um, they basically took Reedy Creek, renamed it the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board, said everything continues in effect. This is the same district. It's renamed this. Uh, governor's appointees will control. Uh, so in February, there was like a lot of news about, hey, this this takeover happened. Is Disney, Disney going to fight it? And they didn't. Disney was just right. like, uh, OK, we, we look forward to working under your new system. Um, and... <laughs> and little <laughs> did out. they little did the governor acknowledge maybe knew hmm. little did the media realize what they were looking at what came out today or what was a big deal yesterday and today was the all the members of the florida central florida to sif todd i taught i told a reporter i was going to keep calling it reedy creek forever oh, until man. it has a uh, good nickname but Sif Todd board members Ooh. were like, uh, it turns out that Disney and the previous Reedy Creek board, before the law came into effect, wrote a bunch of agreements that are long term agreements where basically our board is now has no power. That's what they said. It took it stripped all the power away from us and it made Disney the government of Reedy Creek. And uh, they, they made a. They made a big deal about it in the media, and these agreements yeah. were uh, were entered in Jan on February eighth and January 29th, uh, or uh, late January. February eighth is the big date. Uh, sorry, just what got was the actual like Reedy Creek? What was the actual Reedy Creek conversion date where it went from being Reedy Creek under the control of Disney and its? Uh, its favorable board and then turned into Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. I want to say we, it was around exactly February 17th. 
I want to say it was around February 17th. Okay. It was some sometime not it was not immediately after the law was uh law was passed, which was right. passed on uh on the 10th. They he yeah. the governor took a few, a little bit to sign the bill. Right. Uh it might have been a week or two. Um but that was when that happened. You can you can look it up. So uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this became a huge story that got that Disney had see had quietly. It was said in these articles entered into these long term right. agreements that took away the power of the district. Um, and here's what this is the this is the Jake down of what actually happened here, which is that Jake, the Jake <laughs> down. Okay, the Jake breakdown. Th- this is let's clarify. Jake breakdown. Yep. It's the Jake down. Yes. This is a joke we already had, audience. Keep, try to keep up. TM, um, TM, TM. TM. Yep. Uh, so what what the agreements are, they're like they're like seven agreements. Um, and uh, but two of them are more important than others. Like five of them are license agreements, because Reedy Creek owns a bunch of infrastructure that Disney uses. And basically these are agreements that say. Reedy Creek, you're going to keep doing this thing. Sif Todd, you're going to keep doing this thing for 10 years, 20 years, however long it is. And Disney gets to keep using it, um, which is, uh, these are normal agreements. Like it might be like, why would a, right. why would a government give a right. corporation this for free? Governments do that normally, but especially in Reedy mm-hmm. Creek where that was kind of their command, their legal command until... I mean, even now is to assist Disney World in existing. Basically, that's their their legal right. command. There's basically nothing else there, right? Yeah, that's that is it. They like Disney yeah. property is it. Um, but there are okay. two. So, Jake, are we yeah. talking about the kinds? Are we talking about the kinds of agreements that a developer would ordinarily make with like a zoning board or a local government development board that would be uh, related to the developer? having some sort of planned uh, development or mixed use development or something like that, where you get some uh, agreement from the government that's going to last over a long period of time. That's the sort of typical thing that we're seeing repeated here with Disney, right? Right. Well, not the the ones that I just talked about. Not exactly. It would be like a small part of that okay. kind of agreement. The one, the five okay. that I just mentioned, the license agreement would be like, you know, uh, the city saying, Hey, we have a parking garage. We want you to develop this land. So, Gotcha. In order, in order okay. to get you to develop it, you get to use our parking garage forever, and that would that's pretty normal, um, right? But there are two. The one that you're talking, kind of thing that you're talking about, uh, there are two of them that are really major things that stick in the craw of the new Siftod board. One of them is a development agreement, which is a statutory agreement. It is tracks the statute basically perfectly, which basically mm-hmm. says. Uh, for the next 30 years, Disney gets to do whatever it wants with its property. If the existing land development regulations in place at the time, which are very favorable to Disney, I'm sure, will continue to exist on the property for 30 years. And that's explicitly something that's, uh, that is allowed under the law. Um, and so they, so the SIFTOD board is like, this basically takes away all of our power to do land use regulations. So, um, so pausing on that, the reason you yeah. want to do that is because if you have long-term development, I'm asking this is not, I'm not stating this. I'm yes. asking you the reason why you would want to do this is because if you had long-term development plan, like the non spiteful reason to do this is you're engaging right. with a developer that has some sort of long-term <laughs> plans and 
the developer or you or both of you are concerned that local land use laws could change, right? And so right. I, this plan we're going to do, that's cool. I, I will enter into this agreement with you, but I want to be certain we're going to get to do it and see it to completion. So right. it's 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 uh, uh, able to be done under the current law. So we need to have something in the agreement that says it doesn't matter what happens. We can do this yeah. in perpetuity. Okay. Yeah, because development can take many, many years. Right. And in, so like, you know, some people are saying, is it really okay that they that they did this specifically to avoid a law that was about to come into place. That's like, yes, that's kind of the point. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, because that's the like uh, the purpose. One of the purposes is to to get these agreements is to get these rights in place, knowing that a turnover is about to happen. Um, And so you don't have to worry about the turnover because you don't know. I mean, it happens all the time in development. It's, a developer gets through a huge development through a board and everybody on that board gets thrown out because right. the people are mad about the development. And so, uh, you know, this is basically a way of a developer saying like, we don't want to have a situation where we get approval and then everything gets thrown out and then they make, you know, our life, our life becomes miserable. Right. Um, so, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a, like a legitimate use and it seems, uh, it seems like a, a sort of avoidance of waste type issue right. as well because you don't want a developer to engage in something, start on a project, have the whole board get thrown out, not be able to yeah. continue on the project and now you have some sort of halfway done, I don't know what these, I don't know what really would be being considered down there, like casinos and, and hotels yeah. or I don't know what, but whatever, you don't yes. want them half done. Disney being notorious for casino, yeah. casinos. Casinos uh, and hotels. It's definitely a casino. Right? God, I would love that. It? No? So, uh, Jake, can That's you tell what gets me, me to uh, Disney World? <laughs> can you tell me? Uh, can you explain to me? Uh, you mentioned that the that this locks in the basically the existing land use structures uh, yeah. for for thirty years. Is the thirty years something that they specifically chose? Is it statutorily prescribed? How do we how do we come upon thirty years? That's the statutory max. Okay, um, gotcha. Yeah. And I was going to go through the two agreements, but I'll just stick on the development agreement for okay. and tell you guys what exactly what actually happened. Uh, and thinking about it more, I'm a little surprised about how big of a deal they made about this because it's not it's very it's very standard. Like the thing that's non-standard about it is that it covers, I believe, basically all the district, basically the whole district. So they're like, why would he, you know? This is so strange. It covers so much property. Usually these agreements are for like specific developments. And the thing is, it is a specific development. That development is just incredibly large. It's just maybe the biggest development in the country. And it's Mm -hmm. Disney World. Um, So uh, it's really a difference in degree rather than a difference in kind from all the normal development agreements that come in uh, all the time. Um, there is like the, the reason why I'm a little surprised they made a big deal out of it is because there is a giant exception to the, to the freezing in place. Giant might be the wrong word, but there is, there are ways to apply new regulations under the agreement. And that's if you make specific findings that the new regulations are, you know, essential to the public health or that circumstances have changed that from the original uh, enactment of the development agreement. And it's I it's not legally clear whether Disney has a good way to challenge those findings once they once the government mm-hmm. has found that those things have happened. Um, but it's something they'd have to deal with. 
Uh, right. You know, if, if if they wanted to apply some land use regulation to Disney and Disney wanted to fight about it, they could have a fight about it. Um, but it's, you know, it's definitely a big, it, they made it a big deal. They made it sound like they didn't have the ability to do anything. They have right. the, they have so much to do, even if both of these agreements were interpreted to their maximum effect. And I'll talk about the other agreement in a second. They have so much to do. They are one of the biggest, like in terms of employees, in terms of things they do, governments and general purpose governments out there. They're bigger than a lot of small cities by a lot. Yeah. Um, when it comes to how many infrastructure people they have and building people they have, they so have you're not a saying, big the, the number of jobs the, the number of citizens who actually live in the district is like either zero or very near 40. zero, right? Yeah, it's, it's like, just not it's very many like people. That. You got Mickey, it, uh, you got uh, Goofy. I, I can't name them yeah. all, but yeah. <laughs> do you uh, do you count cast members sleeping on on the <laughs> under sleeping, sleeping on the property? Yeah, but uh, uh, but but they have uh, probably. Uh, I mean, among cities uh, or districts like this, they probably have some of the highest tax revenue that's available. Oh yeah, probably have uh, a an extremely large number of public servant employees, uh, like the streets department, the sanitation department, fire, uh, and the policing and stuff like that. So huge district, not in terms of the number of people that live there. Maybe not even that huge in terms of the acreage that's covered, but huge in terms of the, uh, like the economic footprint of it. I mean, they too have two small cities within it. Uh, oh, really? Reedy Creek size. Uh, let's see what Google shows me. I have uh, a question. Thirty-nine when square miles. <laughs> wow, that uh, is. Uh... I'm going to compare it to a relatively medium-sized city. Uh, and medium size, as in fi- about fifty thousand people. Uh, thirty-two, also thirty-two square. I did it. I did a great job. Apopka, which is a city <laughs> right. right next to me, has Atta thirty-two boy. square miles compared to thirty-nine for Reedy Creek. Apopka's got about fifty thousand people in it. Yeah. Um, so wow, it's, it's a big, important district. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Uh, actually, Apopka is approaching more like sixty thousand. Anyway. Um, so in terms of these land use laws that are frozen, I had a quick question that you were talking about. That you yeah. were talking about how they um, they generally you enumerate the uh, uh, different projects that you're trying to freeze in place. And there's, you were saying that basically, well, right, this district is one giant project, right? Yeah. Do they need to enumerate the uh, land, for lack of a better term, like land use laws that are being frozen in place? Or is it just sort of a like, take the whole book and uh, we're going to operate under this for 30 years? It's the whole book. Really? Um, wow. And the law says, so um, one interesting part about this is, so that's a statute, that's a development agreement under the statute. The statute explicitly says the land development regulations in place for that city at the time are the ones that govern for the duration of the agreement. That's what it says. Wow. It says that mm-hmm. in the statute. So that's not like, you know, it, they didn't even have to have that in there. Right. They right, could right, have right. just been like, this is a development agreement and it would have happened by operation of law. I mean, it makes uh, but, sense as long as you have that escape hatch for the health and safety, because you wouldn't right. like putting that administrative should, burden on having to like, I got to sort out every possible zoning little tiny thing I need to come up with in order to, you know, continue this project. It makes sense. You just want to look, this is the book. I want this to be the yeah. set of rules we need to operate under. Okay. Sorry. Go on. Invested. And yeah. Uh, yeah, the, and the agreement itself has like, here's the height limitations. The height limitations are whatever the FAA allows us to do. The maximum allowed under FAA regulations. Outstanding. Um, And then it has like a list of like tables of 
density and stuff like that that they are allowed. Um, and that's stuff that has to be in there under the under the statute. It's like the gotcha. list of permits that they need, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but if you're a city government, if you're a county government, and you have something called home rule power, which means that you can act and always consistent with the government and you don't need a statute. So it's pretty, it's not, uh, it's pretty ordinary for development agreements to not follow the statute at all and instead do something else. So I think some people were, this is a, this is kind of niche, but some local government officials were like a little bit confused about why they were laying it out this way because it's so annoying. And it's so there's stuff in there that's very strange. And it's like, Oh, the statute requires this actually. Because gotcha. uh, they needed that statute in this case. I see. I see uh, what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so that's one agreement. And maybe like that one might be the most dramatic, I guess, depending depending on your perspective. But it's also pretty, I can't find a good reason to, to say that it's illegal. Um, but uh, the other one, the other agreement that's kind of crazy is this restrictive covenant. And this is a uh, you know like a HOA covenant where it's a an agreement that the district Reedy Creek agreed to that binds Reedy Creek's own property so that Reedy Creek cannot use its own property except for things that Disney allows it to be used for, um, which is no kidding. That's out of <laughs> like I have never seen that. That is crazy. Yeah, uh, like that's I like the guy see- who's been bitten by the werewolf who locks himself in the cage. Because yeah. he knows he's going to become the monster, and he'd be like, "Don't let me out, no <laughs> yeah. matter what." Right? He's yes. basically locking themselves in before they become the monster. Okay. Yeah. Like the thing is, I could see it being, I could see it being valid for like a specific project where they're like, "We want, we are, we are interested in doing this development, but we want, we want to make sure that we're not going to have a competitor." So you agree on this other parcel that you're going to sell that you won't mm. allow this, and so add this restrictive covenant. In a specific case, I could see that. But right now, it almost looks like it because it affects like all of the district property, as far as I can tell, um, it's it's basically like, okay, we'll agree that we only it it put themselves in a straitjacket, like the like a werewolf, like you were saying. Right. It really put themselves in a straitjacket. which is kind of like, why do you exist if you don't trust yourself? That's that's mm. maybe uh, that agreement. Um, and they made a big deal about it. There being a, uh, a veto mechanism for Disney can veto things through architecture, architectural review process. It discusses mm. that Disney needs to provide comment. I'm not sure whether or not that uh, actually gives them a veto. It gives them feedback. Um, but that's something they could fight about. But this is one where I could definitely see a court being like, no, this wasn't a valid public purpose. This was you. You have to continue your job, uh, Reedy Creek. You have to continue your right. job of being a government and putting putting yourself in a straitjacket isn't actually that beneficial. Though also I could see it being held up because the purpose of the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District is still to enable tourism, is still to... Uh, you know, help Disney World exist. And, you know, it doesn't yeah. help Disney World to exist if they have a competitor government building bowling alleys or whatever it is. 
Right. Um, so if the so, purpose of the Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board, the CIFTAD, is to facilitate tourism, who knows how to facilitate tourism better than Disney World when it comes to what was the what is the CIFTAD now and was Reedy Creek before? Like the, it, it is Disney. Of course, Disney right. is going to have like yeah. the most important say in that situation. Uh, is it uh, is it kind of analogous to uh, let's say like you're talking to about signing a commercial lease with a landlord and you have the restrictive covenant that says, uh, okay, landlord in this strip mall, you can't allow another hot dog stand uh, or hot dog restaurant to go into the strip mall. And if another hot dog restaurant goes in on property that you own, uh, or, or uh, you can't put in another hot dog restaurant in, uh, on property that you own within X miles, because we want to be able to control the hot dog store market. Is that kind of what they're doing here just on a much grander scale? It's like that. The only problem is that the consideration in this case is maybe a little, Mm. is a little weak compared to that one, because you know, in that one, Mm. there's the, there's the direct competition issue. Right. Whereas here, you know, they, they excluded direct. Con- One of the things they prevented was direct competition, but also stuff that's not at all competition. Um, also, they said you have to keep using these pro- these properties for their existing use. Um, so mm. it would be mm. interesting. I'd be ha- I <laughs> if they actually come to blows over this, uh, which is uh, I the well, I'll, I'll get into the other stuff around these agreements in a second. But if they actually come into I'm blows showing- over this, I'd be interested. I'm showing my ignorance with Disney uh, on this, but to what extent are there other property owners within the confines of Reedy Creek? Oh, like, I don't think any. How much competition could there? So None. then, wouldn't that also be an issue with that? Where where is competition coming from? Well, the competition you own all the property, from isn't that already? the district itself? Is I guess the yeah. issue. But I mean, in terms of the legitimate public use type <laughs> argument, if you were to say, "Well, my my concern is that we could have future competition." aren't you only isn't that sort of a tacit tacit acknowledgement that it would be the district itself that is the like isn't that sort of a tautology kind of well the district could sell talking about here is yeah there you go oh oh i see so the district owns like the property that they put the fire station on and the district owns the property where they build the sewage treatment plant and uh in the event that they ever you know had excess sewage treatment facility there and they wanted to sell it off to a neighboring district or something like that uh, they're saying that you can't. Disney is, I, I think, probably reserving for themselves uh, to the extent that they have a veto power, and that's not just a overly simplifying way of putting it. We're saying that, uh, let's say, uh, Imagine Entertainment, right? That's who does the Minions and Gru movies. If they wanted to build Imagine Imagination or Illumination, whatever it is. Uh, If they wanted to build an illumination world next door to Disney World, you can't, Reedy Creek, now Sif Todd, can't sell off the old sewage treatment plant to illumination world. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. One of the things that is, this isn't a legal aspect of it, except kind kind of, the things that that it was really like sticking in my brain today, other than the actual legal part, is that this was all done in public. This was all done at public hearings on yeah. January and February <laughs> and nobody knew, noticed or no, or like the people that noticed kept quiet. And it's right. hard to believe that, you know, today they were acting surprised. Um, the, the governor said that he didn't know. 
it's hard to believe nobody noticed this happening when everybody was looking at this at this district at the time that they these were approved. It was approved on right. February 2nd when the bill to replace Reedy Creek was actively actively being debated in the Florida legislature. And I think it might have been the only thing being considered uh, at the time because right. I think it was a special session. Um, so <laughs> it's just like, I can't believe that. I can't believe. But I also, is. on the other hand, don't understand why you would lie, for lack of a better term, about noticing. Like, I don't understand the governor's office's position if they did know and they did know. I mean, other than they hoped it would never come out, that they would have their little win. They could do a quick little celebration dance and then move on and this wouldn't come yeah. out. And so now the easiest thing is to just say, oh, we, we didn't know. But that seems sort of like, how, I don't know, outside looking well, in, I don't know that much about land use, but I, it just seems like the, the, the governor didn't, the governor's office didn't know. Nobody alerted you. Get better staff. There are, there are very few things that are less interesting than a local government <laughs> board meeting. Yeah, that's And true. I say that having served as the attorney for a local, more than one local government and not just a, a town, uh, but also like municipal corporations within them. Uh, they're just not exciting. They're not yeah. interesting. <laughs> and uh, when you start getting into stuff like development agreements and the contracts that they enter into, they're extraordinarily dry. Such th And then you're also talking about that in a district that nobody lives in. Uh, yeah. And so there's there's probably not a lot of attention being paid to it uh certain i would expect not enough attention being paid to it that somebody would actually go through and read these things before they get passed other than the people who are passing them and even then i'm not so sure uh so like it's not that surprising that people didn't notice uh okay. from my perspective well, because there were six, they're so dry there were like six members of the media present is the thing Oh really? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> there's not a lot of uh, wow. Uh, it's like I understand if you're a reporter that it's undeniably true. Local government meetings very dry. Development agreements not particularly interesting reading, even to a local government. But you are expert. there already. But I mean, you're if, you're, if you're present, yeah, like you, you have been sent to. This is your beat yeah. now. I mean, you think you this is the one yeah. thing you're doing? Though I, you know, no, but you did for sound bites and hot takes. Well, yeah, yeah, you're there to see whether anybody says anything interesting. You're maybe not reviewing the agenda materials ahead of time because you're going to see what people say. You're not you're not going to yeah. study all the like all the rid restrictive covenants and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so like, I'm not sure you can attend one of these meetings. I don't know how Reedy Creek did its meetings, but, you know, things get approved without this without putting it up on a PowerPoint or something the the copies are available right. to you but you know uh, I showed um so I talked to a couple of reporters today and I one of them was like hey could you print the agreement like so that we can use it for like a prop kind of like just for like some b-roll you could be holding so we, it yeah. we, so <laughs> we can get that b-roll um the and I was like sure let me go do it get like give me a minute and I come out with just the text of the DA, the development agreement, not the exhibits, right. just the development agreement, just the text. And she was like, wow, that's a lot. And I was like, this is, this is, this is less than a third of the total pages of the agreement. And that's just the DA. And then for the next reporter, I printed out the, um, the, the, the covenant, just the text again, even longer and he was just like, what do we need? <laughs> like, this is too much. Right. I'm like, okay, that's fine. 
Okay. But even stepping back, stepping back at like a theoretical uh, level, wouldn't you expect someone for the governor's office that is looking to pursue this broader project of taking over Reedy Creek would have some knowledge these sorts of agreements are permitted by statute and that would be the thing to look out for? A little bit like you, you would intentionally yeah. kind of send someone in like, hey, let's make sure that we're not going to be made uh, fools of by this and and send someone there to look at that huge uh, phone book size document and make sure there's no none of these types of development agreements. I mean, the, they had a PDF out there of their agenda that was like bookmarked. Like it was, <laughs> wouldn't be, you know. They, Deprived it, district <laughs> of power is, is the you yeah. know, 2A um, little Roman numeral. Yeah, and you could have uh, you could have had somebody go. The truth is, the gut there wasn't very much the legislature and the governor could do to stop it from happening. Right. Oh, okay. Uh, once it was once it was on the agenda, once they knew it existed, the only thing you could do is like hurry up and replace them, hurry up and pass a law to replace them before they could finish the process, which yeah, I think would gotcha. have been a practical impossibility. But they could have had somebody stand down there and object on a microphone. Um, but uh, I think maybe, you know, this is political prognostication, political, you know, tea leaf reading. Um, maybe they didn't consider it that big of a deal. Like, because yeah. there's still a lot they do and they still are the government. Like they say, it basically, you know, one of them said this basically made Disney the government. It made Disney the government the same way that I'm the government of my own house. Like I, I decide what happens at my own house because I'm. I own my property and really right. Disney is just a developer and there's nothing that says the local government can't say developer, you get to do whatever you want with your own land. That's totally valid. Um, so as we look back on uh, your very correct, very insightful prognostication, when all of this was kind of being talked about and they were talking about, we're going to take away Disney's, you know, special treatment that they've had mm -hmm. for 55 years and you just, nail on the head, uh, figured out that Disney wasn't going to sue them over the First Amendment, you know, implications of doing that in response to Disney's kind of opposition to don't say gay or lackluster opposition. Uh, this is this was what Disney was planning all along, wasn't it? It was like, <laughs> all right, you, you know, you guys have your fun grandstanding plan here uh, and we're going to do this stuff and uh, take the steps that we need to take in order to protect ourselves. And it's going to last 30 years. And in 30 years, all of literally all of the people who get appointed to this board are going to be dead because yeah. <laughs> I, not not a single one of them That's is going to be threat. under the age of 60. Uh, <laughs> right. right. Natural not, causes. Right. It's not a threat. Uh -huh. Like right. all of these all of these well, people we're all going to die in the coming, you know, nuclear war, so it's, it's Yeah, fine. so it'll be a waste. Yeah, right. Gosh, we're really going just uh, full genocide <laughs> tonight, aren't we? Yeah. Uh no. Uh, uh so uh, this is what they had planned, right? They're just like, all right, you guys come take our Reedy Creek district. It's not going to matter because by the time uh, our this thing that we have planned is over with, uh, you know, the political climate will have shifted radically. Who knows if that's going to be even worse yet, but uh, it'll be different. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that they definitely had this in mind. Um, sure. But it, all this does is make it so that it's less painful to lose uh, control. Um, so I think that they uh, they knew that this was coming, but I don't think that they would uh, 
I don't think that they would have changed their decision, even if they didn't have this, just because, right. I mean, they can still cause so much pain if they wanted to. And they've, they've talked like, even after today, they were like, look, we're still not oppositional to Disney, but we think that these are invalid. That was what I, right. maybe the chair said, um, said like, we still don't want to take a oppositional view to Disney, but we, we want to fight this. Uh, we want to bring in attorneys to fight this. Um, sure. So, you know, but not they, opposition. We don't want to. No. We don't want to oppose. They're we just not anti Disney. They're right. just uh, in a non-oppositional. You know, they sense. just want to have. They they just want to have the option to for them to do what they want to do. They just mm-hmm. they gotcha. aren't saying they would use it against Disney. They just want to have the option. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we can move mm-hmm. on. First of all, I want to thank you, Jake, for going through all of that because I'm sure you've told that whole tale a thousand times already today or in yesterday and everything and so forever super appreciate this is my thing this is my brand (laughs) whenever anybody brings up reedy creek i'm gonna get added right and before we move on really quickly i want to give credit where credit is due jason i think listeners will be able to go back and hear that i don't know if you so much predicted but you at least rooted for disney to do something and not kind of just roll over so I don't know if in there somewhere there might be a prediction that you might have kind of got right there but i think you both kind of get credit Uh, somehow you both were right yeah. I, but anyway, so I, well, Thank before you. we go, <laughs> no worries. Yeah, the restrictive covenant has a rule against perpetuities clause that says yes. it's in effect. Okay, it's in yes. effect for perpetuity. But if that's construed to violate the rule against perpetuities, then it's in effect until the last descendant of living descendant of King Charles the Third dies plus twenty years. They did not. They did not use the King Charles thing against Florida. That is like a backfall that they will never have to use. Anyway, that's been sticking in my mind all day because everybody's is like, that, King Charles, King normal? Charles, King is Charles, that a, King Is Charles. that a usual Apparently uh, that's a you... thing people do. I've never put oh, one okay. in my agreements. Hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I've never... That's like, that's from law school, I remember. That's the uh, example that, I mean, it wasn't King Charles back then. It was Queen Elizabeth. but uh, Queen like, Victoria when you were in law school, right? Uh, yeah (laughs) thanks for that thanks for that (laughs) sorry friendship over friendship (laughs) i'm terribly Uh, sorry but uh that was really fun because uh basically everybody who went to law school kind of had a panic uh bar exam you know law school Uh property exam or uh trust exam uh i don't like night terrors about uh the rule against perpetuities and the rest of America, like the normal part of America that didn't go to law school to have their brains broken, uh, discovered that the rule against perpetuities exists. So that's fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a teaching funny. moment. So yeah. uh, moving on, we have quick follow-up. We'll move really quickly because I don't think there's much to say about much of this. But did you guys see the Samsung AI thing that basically is exactly what we talked about, but it's adding oh, teeth to baby photos? They did it. They mooned the baby's teeth. They, may, they, they did yeah. moons on the baby's teeth. <laughs> they did moons on the baby's teeth. It's horrible. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen that isn't actually like a gory photo. It 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 just is very distressing. I've never I've seen, not I seen the I've never seen Hold a baby on, with full br- teeth. Let me bring it up. Yeah, uh, I want to see a picture. I only um, saw them because you brought them up, Andrew, and uh, you know it's it's terrifying. It's it conjures oh. images for me of. Uh, you remember that creepy internet thing? Don't oh. go look this up if you've never seen it before. But the uh, the Momo thing that went around a few yes, years I ago remember Momo. yeah yeah it was reminiscent of that for me oh. <laughs> okay so yeah creepy baby photos that was one quick follow-up 
Another follow-up. We talked about, we talk about uh, cryptocurrency a lot. We forgot about Binance last week when we were talking about the what, what big ones are left or whatever. Well, don't worry yeah. about it. Uh, the CEO is being sued for some colluding, paying off China in order to get some accounts unfroze. Not good. So they're they're gonna they're gonna fall down too. So it, we, we, uh, they're retroactively correcting our error for not including Binance by uh, imploding. I well, I try. I don't think I included Binance, and I think uh, Grant Gullifson, who's a, mm-hmm. a friend on Mastodon. Was like, right. yeah, he, they are not reputable at all. Uh, and no, he's a crypto not. attorney. And so I, you know, that doesn't surprise me very much. No. Um, our other story is, uh, unless you guys have anything really to say about Binance or crypto generally. No. Okay. Our other story no. is um, Twitter's source code leaked onto yeah. Gip- GitHub. My yeah, not all part of it. Of, not all of it. it. No. <laughs> parts of it. But the best part was like a good, it, it was up for weeks I don't. I still don't. I don't really understand. It's sort of like the local government law stuff. I guess nobody's looking, but with yeah. all the AI we have to check for things, you think that would be something that we could maybe take a peek at, like some sort of like authentication <laughs> protocols or, or, or something. I don't know. It's very strange to me that that can sort of just be up there, and they're like, "Oh man, it's been up for weeks." We're pretty sure no one downloaded it. I bet somebody already has something that's trolling GitHub for like code stuff that they could that they can use and just preserve. So maybe, yeah, I mean, I bet a lot of people, I mean, I'm sure many, many people have the source code for Twitter saved now. Thanks to that. Yeah, right. people have have sent bot, like put bots loose on GitHub to pull like uh, authentication information because a lot of times people mm. forget and like hard they leave code it in their notes or whatever code. or yeah. in the code itself. They just want right. to you know be able to have your little your program log into your Mastodon instance or whatever. And they mm-hmm. just leave the login information. So that's already there. So you would think that, you know, yeah. there'd be something that might pick up on this as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a uh, renegade former employee or they, current employee. They think. Yeah, I, I mean, know. it makes sense. There, there are a lot of there are a lot of both of those. So there are, <laughs> yeah, true. the line between a current employee of Twitter and a former employee of Twitter is a very thin line yeah. that uh, a yeah. lot of people pass through on a seemingly <laughs> daily or weekly basis. Uh, one of the interesting things that I wonder about here is I'm I'm a little surprised that Twitter is developed at all using GitHub. Uh, was it is it intentionally developed using GitHub or is this uh, the rogue developer had it out on GitHub? I think it was just you. It was just dumped onto GitHub the way they used to use like um, uh, Pastebin. You yeah. ever see Pastebin? Yeah. The thing to yeah, it's just a quick yeah. way to basically freely throw up the code someplace. I don't think it was developed or anything like that on there. Yeah. Well, this was now we're gonna now the yeah. uh, the github copilot is going to integrate twitter's <laughs> yes, source code <laughs> into it right so if you start using copilot yeah. uh, to develop any sort of social media anything you're going to have twitter injected all over the yeah. place in there it sounds like yeah so the, the, and... yeah the username of the of the if i remember correctly the username of the person that posted on github was free speech maximalist which is what free speech enthusiast. <laughs> enthusiast. enthusiast? Oh, okay. Yeah. He's not a maximalist. He's into it, but he's uh, not, okay. you know, all the he's way. Not, he's, he's, he's not tempered. all the way. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. He's just an enthusiast. It's all funny. right. I mean, I think that's it for our follow up. And I guess all we have is just our quick recommendations and stuff. You guys have something? Yeah. I, I know mine. I, I know mine. Uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, so last time I already talked about it, Resident Evil 4. I'm right. still going to talk about it. So the full game of Resident Evil 4 came out, remake. Full, full remake of Resident Evil 4 came out last week. And man, that game is still awesome. That game is so I gotta good. Play it. If, if you didn't know, one of the best games of all time came out in 2005 or 2004. Uh, came out on a million other platforms after that. 
they really like they they did it man it's so good i'm just like just <laughs> like the, it. the peaks and valleys <laughs> but they are so good at at managing balancing white knuckle excitement action like just like flying by the seat of your pants shooting guys for two minutes and then for the next four minutes doing puzzles and just walking around and hitting boxes to get gunpowder out of out of things and so it's such a funny it's so funny and stupid like the lot this the you know it's this super serious creepy bugs and zombie game <laughs> and then right. you'll get a really really stupid line like uh, you get a you get a canister of fuel to fuel uh, a boat that you found and the main character says that's what i'm talking about about oh, about mercy yes uh. I tried to get it. I thought it would be on Game Pass. The last remake was on Game Pass. It, it didn't appear to be. No. So I guess I gotta. I guess I gotta shell no. out some actual money. You gotta for it. drop this. I think it's sixty dollars on PC. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Jason? Uh, I have the best chocolate chip cookie recipe. This is my recommendation for this week. Crazyforcrust.com. Uh, I'm not going to give you the full URL <laughs> because that's that's lousy podcasting uh, to just read off a URL. But Crazyforcrust.com. They have. A recipe called the best chocolate chip cookie recipe. You got to plan in advance. This is not a, uh, it's nine o'clock on a Thursday night and I'm hungry and I want to make some cookies. You got to plan because it requires that you refrigerate, that you cool mm. the dough for a little while. And it makes a great difference. Uh, we make one substitution. We use vegan butter. Uh, these are great cookies. I love them. They turn out really, really nicely for making uh, chip witches, which is uh, an ice cream sandwich but that's uh, ice cream between two cookies, vanilla ice cream between two cookies. Absolutely great. Strong recommend. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, it looks really good. I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. Do I, th- I like this expert tip. Do I have to chill the dough? Yes, yes, you do in yes. all caps. So that's <laughs> yes. very important. Don't skip chilling, <laughs> just don't. When you it's said for, it, you can't make it on a on a random night, I was like, "Oh man, is this a sourdough cooked chocolate cookie Ooh. <laughs> recipe?" Ooh, no. When you could, like culture it with yeast, that would be no. man. I'm I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, even though that might not make any sense at all. No, it sounds terrible. But Chilling this is good recipe, for your great. for your cookie dough. It's good for your uh, former president enthusiasts that might be thinking about protesting. Chilling is the I think that's the the sort of overarching theme of our yeah. our episode yeah. today. Stand back and chilling. stand by. In the interest of that, mine is baseball's back. We talked about it at the start. Yay. My recommendation <laughs> yes. is pick a team, any team. Watch, oh. don't, don't pick the Oakland A's. Jake, you live in Florida. <laughs> don't be sad. Don't yeah, be sad. You, you should watch the Tampa Bay Rays. They're pretty good. I mean, they'll you know they're probably not going to take the AL East, but they're decent. Tra- they're Tropicana right there. Tropicana Field got, is too stupid looking for me to pick. They got but Moxie. Listen, they got Moxie. This, exactly. They got Moxie. They have some really horrible. Oh, now hold on a second. I want to let you guys go. I want to. We have to look up the Tampa Bay Rays mascot. Do you know who it is? What it is? It's not it's, a no. devil ray? No, it's Raymond. And uh, he is a cow-nosed <laughs> stingray. And he okay, is, is the largest of his species. Yes, but he's unrecognizable as a stingray. He's sort of a horrible, furry, like a like a rejected Muppet or something. We'll put that in the show notes, too, so people like can have Like the nightmares. Philly fanatic? Yeah, or I, the, the, the other one, the hockey one. Gr- uh, gritty? Billy oh, has all grief. terrible things. It's just anyway. But anyway, uh, the gritty is awesome. What are you talking no. about? No, no, he's bad. He's disgusting. Uh, the city's over. dirty, and if he walked around wearing that fur, that fur would be dirty too. But anyway, uh, baseball. It's really good. Pick a team. Watch uh, it. If you have T-Mobile, you, you get have free. free MLB.TV. 
I yep. do this every year. It's the it's the best thing. Absolutely. And this is the last year you're going to be able to do it. This is the last year of their like five year contract or something. What? Yeah, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm sure somebody else will, <laughs> but, sure well, somebody else will A's, pick it up. A's, uh, you know, decide what you're going to do by the end of this year so I can decide whether or not I'm going to keep caring about you. Okay. Yeah, because MLB is not cheap if you don't get it for free. It's like 150 bucks for the season or something. Yeah. Yep. It's but the only anyway. good thing T-Mogul gives away all year. Yeah, I gotta get in my. Stuff. And that yeah. Tuesday's app, it's always junk. It's like some sort of yeah. free sandwich you don't want from you, some you fast food place you never heard of. get a free Whopper with the purchase of another Whopper. Yeah, I got a free snow cap one time. The little like beanie that you put on your head with a little uh, puff ball on the top. It was magenta. Really? I was going to ask if it was magenta. Hmm. Oh, yeah. It was hideous. I would take that. Yeah. You can have it. You can have mine. It's a lot of Send use in Florida. Me. 